0: Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I am your host today, and today is episode 62.5, and we are in Genesis chapter 45, so welcome and thank you for joining me as always. I appreciate uh, the fact that you got to take out a little bit of time out of your day. I know I say this every day, but I really am very grateful that you are here uh, with me doing this because it is so very important to read God's word. Uh, it's amazing the the way you can get to know him better and better every day. So uh, I'm going to open us up in prayer and then we will dive right in and get back to what Joseph's doing with his brothers. So let's pray. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, thank you for today thank you for a new day thank you for whatever wonderful blessings you have for us uh, today and always but we are thankful and grateful for all that you do and all that you provide we are uh, in awe of how you handle things and so thank you for being our Heavenly Father we love you so much and we want to be in your will doing it what it is that you want us to do starting out first and foremost by praying and being in your words. So Lord, uh, this is how we started out and uh, we pray that you will guide and direct us today as we always ask you to do. uh, Order our steps and help us to focus on what is most important to you. Lord, we are uh, most thankful for the gift of your son Jesus and it's the blood on the cross that uh, he shed for us, Lord, and to give us salvation. Uh, we, We don't have anything without you and without him so we thank you for Jesus and the fact that you loved us so much that you sent him to save us Uh, Lord I'm so thankful for those that are out there listening Uh, please send more we pray that this uh, ministry will flourish because of you Uh, we pray that we are doing what it is that you want us to do Jeremiah and both both Jeremiah and I And uh, we ask you in the new year to bless us, whatever it is that you want us to do. Uh, Whatever connections you want us to make, uh, help us and guide and direct us in this ministry. Bless those that are out there uh, today and always. Watch over them, protect them, keep them healthy, keep them safe. Uh, We pray blessings over their families and their friends. And um, just watch over us, uh, especially during the craziness of this season. We shouldn't be focusing on the craziness, we should be focusing on the gift of that little tiny baby in a manger. And so help us to not forget that um, gift. We invite you into this time in your word, Lord. We pray you guide and direct us in that. Reveal to us what it is that you want us to understand and uh, anoint the time in your word. Empty us of us and the world and help us to focus on you. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way in Jesus name, amen. All right, Uh, so let's go ahead and continue reading about Joseph and his brothers and how he reveals his identity. Uh, Joseph could stand it no longer. There were, there were many people in the room and he said to his attendants, out all of you. So he was alone with his brothers when he told them who he was. Then he broke down and wept. He wept so loudly the Egyptians could hear him and the word of it quickly carried to Pharaoh's palace. I am Joseph, he said to his brothers. Is my father still alive? but his brothers were speechless. They were stunned to realize that Joseph was standing there in front of them. Please come closer, he said to them, so they came closer, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt, but don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve our li- your lives. This famine that has ravaged the land for two years will last five more years and there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors so it was God who sent me here not you and he is the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh the manager of his entire palace and the governor of all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and tell him. This is what your son Joseph says, God has made me master over all the land of Egypt, so come down to me immediately. You can live in the region of Goshen, where you can be near me with all your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and everything you own. I will take care of you there, for there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise, your household and all your animals will starve. Then Joseph added, look. You can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that I really am Joseph. Go tell my father of my honored position here in Egypt. Describe for him everything you have seen, and then bring my father here quickly. Weeping weeping with joy, he embraced Benjamin, and Benjamin did the same. Then Joseph kissed each of his brothers and wept over them, and after that they began talking freely with him. Pharaoh invites Jacob to Egypt. The news soon reached Pharaoh's palace. Joseph's brothers have arrived. Pharaoh and his officials were all delighted to hear this. Pharaoh said to Joseph, tell your brothers, this is what you must do. Load your pack animals and hurry back to the land of Canaan. Then get your father and all of your families and return here to me. I will give you the very best land in Egypt and you will eat from the best that the land produces. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, tell your brothers, take wagons from the land of Egypt to carry your children and your wives and bring your father here. Don't worry about your personal belongings for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. So the sons of Jacob did as they were told. Joseph provided them with wagons as Pharaoh had commanded and he gave them supplies for the journey and he gave each of them new clothes. But to Benjamin, he gave five changes of clothes and 300 pieces of silver. He also sent his father 10 male donkeys loaded with the finest products of Egypt and 10 female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and other supplies he would need on his journey. So Joseph sent his brothers off and as they left, he called after them, don't quarrel about all this along the way. And they left Egypt and returned to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. Joseph is still alive, they told him, and he is governor of all the land of Egypt. Jacob was stunned at the news. He couldn't believe it. But when they repeated to Jacob everything Joseph had told them, and when he saw the wagons Joseph had sent to carry him, their father's spirits revived. Then Jacob exclaimed, it must be true, my son Joseph is alive. I must go and see him before I die. Well, I could have highlighted the whole thing because it was truly amazing um, how this all unfolded. Um, So I started out with how Joseph could not stand it any longer. He couldn't contain himself. He was just, you know, busting out and he wanted to especially see his brother Benjamin, I think. Um, So because he was so overwhelmed with emotion, he sends all of his... Uh, attendance out because he doesn't want to see him i think i think it's because he doesn't want them to see him weak and weeping and crying over his brothers um but he cries and he weeps so loudly that the egyptians could hear him and word quickly carried to pharaoh's palace and he says to them i am joseph he said to his brothers he has to say it twice because they're like not believing it uh but don't be upset. Don't be angry with yourselves. You know, don't, don't, you know, beat yourselves up over this. Uh, and he, and he gives God the glory. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. He says it, I think three times, God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you, you know, so take this off your shoulders. This was all God's doing. This was his plan from the beginning so that he would preserve our family. Um, now hurry back and tell him, this is nine. This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master over all the land of Egypt. So come down to me immediately. Again, he's giving God the glory all over again. And he says, I will take care of you there. Uh, there's still five years of famine ahead of us. And if you don't come here, you're all gonna starve, uh, and he tells him describe all of this to my father in detail so he will understand that it is really truly me. Um, and he again he was weeping with joy. He embraced Benjamin, and uh, Benjamin did the same. Then Joseph kisses all of his brothers, which is to tell them it's okay. I forgive you. All is good. This was all God's doing. What I had to go through in order to get here, uh, and I think that's our takeaway. Uh, the news soon reached Pharaoh, uh, Joseph's brothers, ha- that they had arrived and Pharaoh tells Joseph to tell your brothers that this is what they must do. Now, this is interesting. This, I think this is a little bit of kind of a precursor for what's going to happen as we all know. Um, or maybe you don't know. I don't know. Maybe you don't know, know these stories, uh, but, or this history, I hate to call them stories cause they're real. This all really happened. Um, but Pharaoh is wanting to give the Jews, the Israelites, everything. He wants to give them the best of everything, the best land, you know, because Joseph is such a prominent, uh, has such a prominent position. So, uh, tell your brothers take wagons and, uh, to carry your little ones and your wives. Don't worry about your personal belongings for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. This is, you know, I'm going to give you all of this. You know, but just wait, you know, it's coming. Uh, so Joseph sends his brothers off. This is down in 24. And he tells them, don't quarrel about all this all along the way. He knew his brothers. He knew his brothers would have a debate over this all the way back to Canaan. So they go back. They tell Jacob, Joseph is still alive. This is 28. They told him, and he is governor of all the land of Egypt. And Jacob is stunned, of course, because it's been, you know, years and years since he last saw Joseph, thought he was dead, torn to pieces by an animal. But when they repeated it to Jacob, uh, he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him. Uh, Jacob's uh, spirits were revived. So he's like, you know, 180, took a 180 and went the opposite direction. He was feeling great about it. Then Jacob exclaimed, it must be true. My son Joseph is alive. I must go and see him before I die. So Jacob's journey to Egypt is coming up tomorrow when uh, we resume reading with um, Jeremiah tomorrow and Friday. So uh, that's it for today. Uh, this is a little interesting, you know, if, you know little precursor to what's going to be going on with the Egyptians and the Israelites. so, um, but that's it for today. The takeaway is, again, I'm sorry I didn't say that uh, earlier, but I, for me, the takeaway is, you know, uh, this is what God did. This is God's doing. God is in control. He has a plan. He puts it into, and sometimes you have to go through stuff in order to get to where you are in that moment. Um, there's a cross. I don't have it in front of me right now, but there's a cross that basically says, and it's from Um, Esther from the book of Esther where it says you know perhaps this is the moment that I was put on this earth for this is why I'm here and that's what this is all about you know this it's the same recurring theme constantly so you know the theme is you know God is in control and he has a plan So, uh, and speaking of plans, uh, I don't know where you are with your walk with the Lord. And so I'm going to, as always, give you the opportunity to make Jesus Lord of your life. Uh, Hopefully God is telling you that this is uh, something you should be doing in order to uh, have salvation. You have to uh, believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and confess it with your mouth uh, and confess your sins as well. So. Uh, so, we're going to say the uh, prayer of salvation, and uh, I hope that this is your moment. So, um, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your Son Jesus I'm on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation in Jesus name. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the uh, family of Jesus Christ. This is your time. And so we uh, strongly suggest that you uh, get to a church, get to a minister, a pastor, whoever it is, uh, and uh, start working on the next step In your new life Uh, we also recommend you mark it in your Bible maybe on today's day that you uh, receive Christ as your Lord and Savior it's a birthday it's a new birthday and this is a day to celebrate so uh, get to uh, starting into a ministry or volunteering start a Bible study whatever it is that God is calling you to do could be you know going on a mission trip I don't know Uh, but you have to start having a relationship with Jesus and with God and start praying about what you're supposed to be doing at the next step. I'm so sorry. That's my dog's barking, if you can hear that. Anyway, uh, that's it for today. Uh, tomorrow, we will be back with Jeremiah. And uh, um, But as of right now, I just appreciate the fact that you had a moment to stop and listen or watch. And uh, feel free to send us a message, uh, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org, and let us know what's going on. So, uh, thank you again, morning, noon, night, have no idea what time it is a day for you. So, but God bless you. Have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow.